Praise the Most High. Praise His holy name. Hallelujah. What's up, family? I'm here in New York City. Walking, just came out of a job. It's your brother, Elishima. I hope you can hear me with all the background noise and the wind. Oh, man. I'm right now because I want to make sure that I gives you guys something every single day. And you know what? Every single day, I get something from Yahuwah, from the Most High. Every day I learn something. Family, you want to know what I learned today? Yesterday, it all started yesterday last night. Um, my daughter was testing my patience with homework. She left her book. But thank, thank the Most High, we were able to get a hold of her friend that took pictures of the homework, and she was able to do it. But that just started off a chain reaction of annoyance. After that, the little things that my wife were doing were starting to annoy me as well. Started seeing her not picking up after herself. But you know what? I don't look at what the things that I was doing. But still, it, what she was doing was what was annoying me. So everything that she did was magnified. This morning, I had a good morning with my daughter. Thank y'all. I dropped her off in school. I prayed with her. We had a good conversation. But when I got back home and, you know, I, my wife woke up, I didn't pray with my wife like I usually do. After I'm done praying, I usually go to my wife and I, I'll pray with her. I'll pray over the baby. This morning, I didn't do that because y'all woke me up in the morning. It was around three or four in the morning. And I always tell them to wake me up. But, uh, for some reason, I don't know if it happens to you. It is so hard to just, when you're awake in the morning, to stay up and start praying. I went back to sleep. And this is a struggle that I have with him. With Yahuwah, with myself, it's not even with him. It is, it's like I'm wrestling with him actually. And I lost. It's a struggle. I woke up, I looked at the clock. I went back to sleep, I thought to myself, I'll wake up 15 minutes a little bit earlier so that I can pray. And that's what I did. And you know what, that wasn't enough time to pray for the people and the things that I needed to pray for for that day. That wasn't enough time, even though I did have enough time to go into the room to my wife and pray for her. When she woke up, the annoyance happened again. I felt my heart getting hardened. I actually felt it, and I didn't want to soften my heart. I felt like I didn't want to. I didn't want to let go of the little insignificant things that she was doing that was annoying me she asked me if i wanted some some mags i was like no thank you you know i was polite hey my brother what's up i'm doing oh man it's, fr it's freezing but you know the most high keeps us warm right exactly amen see i got i got change for you but I, you know i, I want to let you know also that my brother the time is near man right the kingdom is coming. You see all these people here? They're going to pass you by. But he's not going to pass you by. You know that, right, my brother? And everybody's going to have to give an account why they passed you. Even me. I always think about that. 
The kingdom is almost coming, my brother. Yahuwah. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, I bless you too, my brother. So I hardened my heart towards my wife. And I just didn't want to let it go. Like I felt it. And I, and I just didn't want to give in. And I noticed that I, I, I gathered my thoughts together. And I was like, I got to get out of here. Where can I go? She keeps talking to me. And I feel annoyed even by having a conversation. I know this is, not, is, is an attack of the enemy. I actually considered my thoughts this time. So I went to the bathroom. I prayed inside the shower. That's my prayer closet. Got my little olive oil. I prayed in the shower. I cried out to the Most High. I asked Father to soften my heart towards my wife. I asked Father to help me be in peace, to give me his peace, his love. And I stayed in the bathroom, just in my thoughts, talking to him, trying to listen in, um, praising him, worshiping him. And I just stayed in the bathroom with a hot shower. I'm like, I don't want to get out of here. And you know what, family? It worked. When I got out the shower, I felt so much better. So much better. And it was almost time for me to go. And at the same time, it was almost time for the Shima. So he presented me a perfect opportunity. When I came out of the shower, uh, I noticed the time. It was 11.55. So then I was like, you know what? I said it out loud. My, uh, my wife was laying down on the couch, you know, about to take a nap, lapping. And I said it out loud. Oh, it's five minutes, you know, left for the Shima. I might as well just stay. And when it was time to get to do the Shima, when the alarm rang... I went to her and I hold her hand like we, we do uh, when it's 9, 12, and 3. And I sang the Shema. She didn't sing it this time. She stayed quiet. She said she didn't feel well. You know, maybe because of uh, the attacks that I was doing to her. But I said the Shema. And I, I, I said an extended version of the Shema. We usually just say the Shema. But I, I did a few more phrases in Hebrew. And I felt this peace while I said the Shema. And after the Shema, I, I prayed. And I prayed for her. And I prayed for myself. And I felt so much better. And I gave her a whole bunch of kisses. And I came out onto the street. And I felt better about myself. About everything. I felt like, you know, I did the right thing. I won. Even though I had to shoot down those thoughts right away when it happened I let it marinate in my thoughts I let it marinate in my spirit I let my heart get hardened for a few minutes even though I did allow it I changed it around within the same hour I did not go to the altar with my gift like the Bible the scripture says if you go to the altar with your gift and you have something against somebody leave your gift there and reconcile with your brother with your sister and then come back and pray I did that and you know what you might feel like oh man it's a command but it's actually for our own good because everything works out for those who love them it actually was good because I felt better about myself I actually felt the love and the peace when a few minutes before, I was annoyed, really annoyed. 
over little things. And all of that went away by simply admitting that I had a hardened heart, by simply admitting that I was pride, prideful, by simply admitting that I needed him. I needed the peace. I needed his love. I can't, couldn't do it on my own. And I cried out to him in the shower, and I rebuked the enemy, and it worked. I came out of there with my whole body armor, with my sword and spear. And now I have to program my brain. We have to program my brain, our brains, family. In the morning, we must, we must pray. If he wakes us up at 3 a.m., and if you ask him to wake him up at 3 a.m., it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like it's a hold on my body, on my eyes, on my face. Like it's so hard to get up at 3 a.m. Knowing that you can sleep just for another hour and then pray. This is what it means to lay down your life. This is what it means to pick up your cross. To put your needs behind you and the, and the needs of others in front of you. This is what it means to be an intercessory warrior. To pray in intercession. This is what we are called to do. And now this is my battle. This is the level that I am now, that I am in now. Trying to wake up and stay up so that I can complete a full prayer at the time that he wants me to. Because I will still pray now uh, when I wake up. I do the Shema more often now. So I am progressing, but it is not enough. We must be perfect. I am searching for that perfection because when the time comes, when the angels hold back the four winds for the, so the wind will stop blowing, I want to be the ones that is sealed. I don't want the cup of, of the wrath of the Most High to pour on my head. I want to be sealed. I want to be counted as the son, one of the sons of Yah. I want to be counted as His. Praise Yah, hallelujah. Family, I'm here in New York and you could just see you can just see, I'm looking at it. You can see how lost and empty people are. It is sad. How people, you can see lust in people. You can see pride. You can see addiction. Some of them are obvious. The, the, addict, the spirit of addiction is obvious to some people, but in other people it's not. You can see the spirit of lust obvious in some women and men, but in others it's not. New York City is like, this is the heart of Babylon. Right now I am surrounded by hundreds of people. Imagine how many spirits are around me right now fighting throwing darts into these people's thoughts and they know not they just listen to the thoughts 
It's crazy. It's crazy to see pe so many people in bondage and you want to help, but there's not much that you can do. Because if you try to help everybody, you will stay here. You will become homeless. You will have to give up everything. And is that what we're called for? Sometimes I get the feeling that it is. But then I have a family, I have a wife, I chose that life too. So according to the Torah, according to the word, I must fulfill my duties as a husband, as a father, as well as my duties as a disciple. If you are in the truth, you have obligations. I don't want to hear that you are too busy, that you're too, too much work. You're too tired. I'm tired too, family. I speak from experience. I'm stressed out too. I'm depressed sometimes too. My life right now is a roller coaster. But that is not an excuse because the word says it. It says that in this world we will have trouble. It forewarned us. What do you expect? When you are pushing the truth, when you are walking in the truth, there is an enemy that does not want that. And when I say walking in the truth, I don't mean going to church, family. That is not holy. That is fellowship. When you look for, for, for the most high, when you look for Yah, it is in your home. It is in your thoughts. It is in your desires. It is in your actions. And not I mean actions and going to, to a building. It is what you do when no one is looking. When no one knows. When you're home and your kids are asleep. When you're on the way to work and you pass by that homeless person. The church is not looking there. The church is not there to see you. Are you a, a believer then as well? I'm going to get deeper now. When your kids want that Christmas present, that birthday present that is not in scripture. Let's get deep now. Let's be serious. What is holy and what is not? Because those are, those root off a pagan religion, pagan origins. Who are you going to favor your kid over the most high? Because the word says that if you love your children, if you love your mother, you love your father more than Yah, then you are not worthy. And that's what that means. Are you going to bend for your children? Or are you going to tell your children, hey, we don't, we don't do that here. We celebrate the Feast of the Most High or we don't celebrate nothing. We don't do that here. We follow the word in this household. And when you're in my household, you follow the word. When you become a man and a woman and of age, when you become one with another family, if you want to go and do the, the, the works of the, of the devil, if you want to follow pagan origins, then that's you. That's your life. You are in control of your own soul then. But when you're on, under my household, I have authority over you according to the word. So you will obey the word. And if you teach your son, if you teach your children in the way, they will not depart from it when they get old. 
If you teach them wickedness, if you teach them disrespect, if you teach them that it's okay to transgress the law, that it's okay to not take the things of the Most High serious, that is what they're going to do when they get older. Are they going to carry the torch that you pass on to them? What torch are you going to pass on to them? Hallelujah. And family, this is just me speaking from, from, from my thoughts, from my spirit, from my mind. I, I did not have anything, uh, no theme planned. I just pressed record because I knew that I had to open my mouth and speak because the time is near. There are some days that I do uh, like come up with a theme or, you know, sometimes a, a few sentences and I'll just pick it off from there. But I never sit down and start writing two or three paragraphs on what I'm going to write. I'm always on the move. So I don't have my Bible in front of me. What I say is from what I read or that, that comes into my thoughts. Sometimes it's just what Father gives me. We have to make sure that we stay consistent. And that's what I wanted to, that's my theme, I guess, for today, is to stay consistent. Because there will come a time when you will be tested and your heart will be hardened. You have to wake up and you have to realize that your heart is hardened and you have to. It's gonna, it's, you're not going to want to do it. Because through experience, this is what I'm telling you. You're not going to want to pray and ask Father to soften your heart. You're going to become prideful. But if, once you force yourself to do it, you will feel so much better. So much better. And even so, by being consistent, if I would have, I believe if I would have woken up at the time that Father woke me up to pray, I wouldn't have gone through this situation. But you know what? I needed to so that I can learn through experience what happens when I don't. It is like discipline. He disciplined me in a good way. And I kind of failed, but I passed at the same time because I learned. And I am teaching you because you're going to go through it and you are going to harden your heart. You're probably going to forget everything I said. You're going to harden your heart anyways. But the, the day that you soften your heart and you cry out to the Most High, you are going to remember. And, and it's going to awaken you. And it's going to motivate you even more. Because I speak from experience. I'm not going to go out here and start preaching like a lot of pastors do, a lot of preachers do. And they live different lives. If I fall, if I don't do something that I'm supposed to do, I'm going to tell you because we are in this together. We are all struggling. We all trying to make it. We all trying to make it. I'm just trying to make it, fam. I just want to please him. We are going through the struggle. So if I judge you on one of the laws that you're not, that you're not doing properly, or if I judge you on something... I got to prepare to be judged as well. So I can only teach you of my experiences. And I can only learn from yours. That's what I've learned. Because if I, if I judge you on something, if, I, if, I'm, I, if I'm hard on you on something, and I fall in another, in another aspect of the law, I am guilty of them all. 
I am guilty. We all deserve death. We all deserve, we all need mercy. So that's what I want to preach is mercy. I can't, I can't judge. And I pray that you don't judge either. Anyways, family, the more I, sp- I do these podcasts, the more and more I feel like I'm in the fire. And I want to pass that fire to you. As the days go by, as the Sabbath pass, the more I learn, the more it gets revealed to me, the more I am on fire for the Most High. And I want to stay on fire. Hallelujah. This is your brother, Elishima. Check me up on Facebook, Elishima Shava. I'm on Instagram, brother.elishima. I don't like to give myself any titles. I'm not a pastor, I'm not a preacher, I'm not an evangelist. Even though the words does say that we are priests, we are kings, I, I will act like one. I'm not going to call myself one. I'm not going to say, um, I'm priest this I'm, or I'm, I'm king this. No, I am your brother. The day that he anoints me as priest or he makes me king up there, then that's when I, when he, if I see him physically with my eyes, until then I am your brother. And this is Brother Elishima. Let's keep the faith. Let's keep the prayer. Let's hold on fast because the end is near. Hallelujah. Praise the Most High.